In this episode of IIWR, we're taking a look at the history of birthdays and birthday parties, opening up some presents, loads of fun facts, and seeing the best places to eat for free on your birthday. It's all starting right now. Go hard or go home. You are listening to Industrial Industries World Radio with your host, the ultimate party DJ, DJ Glowing Ice, for an episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. Show me what you got, DJ. What's up, what's up, what's good with it? Hey y'all, what's up ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Industrial Industries World Radio. As you heard my very, very beautiful announcer say, I am your host, DJ Glowing Ice. We are in the month of May now. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? It's 2020 and we're already in the fifth month of the year. This is uh, the birthday episode. Since May is my birthday month, we are going to talk all about birthdays. Everything that is a birthday. You ever wondered and sat there and thought, when was the first birthday party ever? Why do we eat cake? Why do we blow out candles? Where did the birthday song come from? All of those questions and more will be answered. From the very first, even idea of having a birthday, to the birthday party, to uh, customs that other countries and cultures have for birthdays, and so on and so forth. We're going to be covering all of that in this episode. It's uh, I, I went down a rabbit hole, and there was a lot to it than you would think. Something that you would think is just very on the surface and all that. Oh, well, you have a birthday because uh, it falls on this day and that's that's just what happens. No, no, no. There's a lot more to it when you start digging. So we're going to get into all of that. We also got a cheat day review of my favorite cake that I like to have during uh, my birthday. And we're also going to be looking at the Little Debbie birthday box. And I don't know if you've seen this, but I saw it available online, so I was like, hey, my birthday's coming up. It'd be good for the podcast to check out, too. Why not? And there's something in it that they call a mystery product that they didn't describe online at all. So I'm very curious. So we're going to get down to what this mystery product from Little Debbie in the Little Debbie birthday box has later on in the show. I feel like I've been a hoarder because over the past year I've been buying ebay stuff stuff off ebay collectibles things i like and over the past year i just kind of take the boxes when i get them in the mail and just set them off to the side well i've gotten kind of a like a mountain of stuff and i can hardly remember half of the stuff i've even bought so i figured for the birthday episode this will be like me opening up presents and i'm going to be describing what they are And I like collecting all kinds of neat, sometimes dumb things. But there's always a story behind it, and we'll be talking about that later, opening up presents. We've also got 
birthday and birthday party fun facts. And at the very end of this episode, we have something that you could use in your real life to get uh, a lot of uh, yummy things. As we take a look at the 10 list, that is the best places to get free food for your birthday. Yeah, I scoured the internet and I looked through so many different restaurants and companies and places. Uh, what What's the best place to go? What What are the best places to hit on your birthday to get free food? Uh, take some notes, get a paper and pencil, write it down. There's a few other things that I, I want to give you some freebies right now. So on your birthday, uh, Baskin Robbins and Cold Stone Creamery. You could get at least like a free scoop of ice cream on your birthday. So if those places are in your area, stop by there. Get some free ice cream. And also at Krispy Kreme, you get a free donut on your birthday. But make sure you stay tuned towards the end because there's a whole lot, a feast, a literal feast that you could have for free on your birthday in the 10 list. So that's what this episode is all about. Birthdays and everything you ever need to know about birthdays and birthday parties. This is episode 29 of Industrial Industries World Radio. Before we get into anything else, let's check out Past, Present, Future. Past, Present, Future. Today is May 4th, and it's National Star Wars Day. So, as you would know the phrase said by Star Wars fans during this day, you're going to see it online. It's going to say, May the 4th be with you. And a little fun fact about the phrase is that it started in 1979 on the day when Britain's first female Prime Minister, Margaret Thatcher, took office. It was when the Conservative Party placed an ad in the London Evening News saying... May the 4th be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. In the past on this day, in 1959, the first annual Grammy Awards were held. And presently, I feel on the edge and don't want to take the edge off. As the forecast calls for a 50% chance of storms with a high of 72 degrees in the small town region. And in the future, in 80 million years from now, it's estimated that the Big Island of Hawaii will become the last of the current Hawaiian islands to sink into the ocean, while a new chain of Hawaiian islands made from volcanic eruptions will be in its place. May 4th is the 125th day of the year, and there are 241 days left of the year 2020. Celebrity birthdays, actress and my forever crush, Audrey Hepburn. She was born on this day in 1929. Motley Crue guitarist Mick Mars is 69. And Lance Bass from the boy band NSYNC is 41 today. And if it's your birthday, I want to wish you a very, very happy birthday. And since this is the birthday episode, yeah, you get a little double whammy. So have a very happy birthday and enjoy it to the best that you can. This past, present, and future is brought to you by Kenny, Clark, and Mike's Tire Patch Repair. Don't buy a new tire if you have a flat. Call Kenny, Clark, or Mike, and they will come to wherever you are and patch up your tire in a jiffy. With money under the table prices and that small town warmth everyone needs when they're in a rough spot, Kenny, Clark, and Mike's Tire Patch Repair is here, serving the small town region for your flat tire needs. That's Kenny, Clark, and Mike's Tire Patch Repair. 
Patchin with passion. Industrial Industries World Radio. Hey yo, all right, my homies and homie s's. It's time to hit 88 miles an hour and head back in time and figure out where the birthday and the birthday party, where it all came from and how it started with the history of birthdays and birthday parties. So strap in and let's go. Birthdays seem to be something people feel less enthusiastic as time goes on. We were brought into the world knowing that each year on the day that you were born, they're celebrated as you move on into another year of life. It's Industrial Industries World Radio's debut album, Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. All the songs you heard in the episodes are all here, like the uplifting It's Gonna Be Okay. Hey, 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 it's gonna be okay. Check out the hot and hip Rap Song 2020. Wiener Balls Rap Song 2020 Rap Song 2020 And don't forget the classic hit, Fart in Your Face. I wanna fart on a guitar, I wanna fart on a power bill, I wanna fart on fresh fruit, I wanna fart in your face. All of the best songs and skits from the first two seasons of IIWR are right here. Industrial Industries World Radio's Songs and Skits of Seasons 1 and 2. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can stream and download music. As a kid, having parties celebrating your day of birth is decorated with cakes, favors, gifts, music, activities, and more with friends and family. Birthdays are the most personal of holidays because it's the one day where it makes another notch into your age as a human and at some ages grants you things you weren't able to have at an earlier age. Whether it's just a simple happy birthday wish from a coworker or a message online, to a full-on week bash with friends and family, a birthday is something that should always be seen as special. As some people just see it as just another day, and some other people see it as the greatest day of the year, we're going to be looking at all things birthdays. So when you celebrate a birthday, what do you think about? You think about the cake, you think about the candles, you think about uh, people singing the song, opening up presents, party favors, so on and so on. But we're going to break the parts of the birthday into sections. So first, the very first mentioning of a birthday in history ever. Some beliefs on what birthdays are and why they became celebrated and reasoning for the cake the happy birthday song, all that. We're going to break it all into nice little compartments. We're going to compartmentalize, all right? So the question is, when was the first birthday ever recorded? Well, the first birthdays that could ever be recorded had to be when calendars were created. Simple as that, keeping time. So before then, most human civilizations kept track of time from the sun, the moon, or some other important event going on. 
So there wasn't really much to be able to pinpoint the exact day of someone's birth every single you know cycle. So as time went on, naturally everyone aged and they just never had the concept of real time to make a marker on a person's age. They just, you know, got more wrinkly, more gray. So with noticing the cycles of how the moon was and the changing of the seasons repeating over and over, they started tracking times and special days. So along with this came tracking other events planned in the future and the idea of celebrating birthdays and anniversaries by years. And the tracking of these things came to be the very first primitive versions of calendars. The civilization that was really advanced for their times were the ancient Egyptians. And this was around 3000 BC when the earliest documented recording of a birthday and a birthday party was mentioned in the Bible referencing a pharaoh's birthday. But back then though, the birthday wasn't the date of the soon-to-be pharaoh's being born, his like actual birth date when he came into the world. But it was the birthday of when they transformed into a pharaoh or a god from their, you know, human form and when they were crowned. So the day they were crowned and became a pharaoh and a god is when uh, that's how they tracked. That was their birthdays back then. So the mentioning of this first birthday celebration is in Genesis chapter 40, verse 20 to 22. And it says, on the third day which was Pharaoh's birthday, he made a feast for all of his servants and lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and head of the chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. For ancient civilizations that believed in more than one god, most birthday celebrations were reserved for powerful rulers, but a lot of the common people in these civilizations still kept track of their birthdays with uh, astrology, hoping that they could, you know, somehow see what the future holds for them. So as calendars became worldwide, the ancient Greeks got into the actions of celebrating birthdays as well. The ancient Greeks adopting Egyptian beliefs believed that each person had a spirit that had a mystic relationship with God that was present during their birth and they kept watch over them kind of like a guardian angel. And as ancient Greeks were a pagan culture, they believed any major change, especially birthdays, brought with it evil spirits. So by lighting candles, they believe it warded off the evil spirits. Also to ward off these evil spirits, they made sure to have friends visit, have fun, give happy and warm wishes, make lots of noise, and have a bunch of laughs to scare off any evil that may be lurking about. So the main reason for ancient Greeks to celebrate birthdays was uh, to be a form of protection from evil spirits. The first few hundred years of the Christian church being in existence, they looked down on the celebration of birthdays as they seen it as a pagan ritual and it being related to pagan gods such as Apollo and Zeus. Then during the 4th century with the celebration of Christmas, Jesus Christ's birthday, the Christians let go of condemning and then adopted the tradition of birthday celebrations. So at this point, most birthday celebrations were of people in power, such as kings and queens and dictators or gods, all of that. 
It was until the ancient Romans when they started the tradition of celebrating birthdays of men in any class, common men, working class men, what have you. So as the Roman government would create holidays for its more famous citizens, normal Roman citizens would celebrate their birthdays with friends and families. But these birthday celebrations were only for men until the 12th century when birthdays for females were first starting to be celebrated. And fun fact here, any Roman who turned 50 years old would get a cake made of wheat flour, olive oil, shredded cheese, and honey, and be celebrated for turning 50. Now in certain religions in India, a special fire is made on a boy or girl's first birthday as they have their head entirely shaved near this celebratory fire to what is believed to cleanse the baby of any evil left over in their past lives, giving them a renewal of the soul. In Judaism, a boy has a bar mitzvah on his 13th birthday as a rite of passage into manhood, as a girl has a bat mitzvah around the same age, or maybe a little younger, 12 to 13 years old. So going from ancient Greece and Egypt, going thousands of miles over to China, the Chinese for thousands of years also recorded birthdays with their own astrological calendar based on years. Unlike astrological signs for 12 months, they have 12 different signs for 12 years until it cycles back, such as the year of the ox, year of the rat, so on and so forth. A traditional Chinese celebration for birthdays are with longevity or long life noodles. So starting during the Han Dynasty from 206 BC to 220 AD, this tradition was to bring a long life for the person having the birthday. These noodles are a big deal to the Chinese as a long life is considered the ultimate blessing. As even in ancient times, Chinese emperors had pills of immortality made for them. So when you have a bowl of longevity noodles sitting in front of you, it may look like you have a bowl full of all kinds of noodles, but it's just one really big, long noodle. And you're not supposed to cut your long life noodle as that would symbolizing you cutting your life short. So these noodles are a metaphor for how long of a life you're going to have. And the traditional way to eat longevity noodles is to eat the entire thing, sucking it all up into your mouth as you chew and swallow for good luck and a long life. Okay, so moving on from the origins of celebrating birthdays in general, let's look into the parts of the celebration itself and see how all the pieces to a birthday celebration came to be. So, most people associate a birthday party with the birthday cake and lighting candles. So, let's start there, the birthday cake itself. As there was usually a feast during a birthday party, going back all the way to ancient times, the birthday cake really didn't come into existence until the classical Roman times, which is a very broad period of time. So we're talking 8th century BC to 5th century AD. So somewhere along the lines there, a birthday cake became a thing that people would eat when celebrating a birthday. So modern times now, the cake is served towards the end of a meal, or the cake itself is the meal, and it's served with a side of ice cream, soda pop, what, what have you, whatever. 
So, the birthday cake in its first form, from ancient times to well into the 1500s AD, they were flat circles of soft-baked bread infused with nuts and sweetened with honey. Back then, birthday cakes were homemade rather than made by a local baker most of the time. And this was until German bakeries in the 1400s started expanding and baking more than wedding cakes, including birthday cakes. This is what started the modern birthday cake. And these cakes at this time were still of the usual, but now just sold and made available to buy instead of making them at home. So as these pretty primitive styled cakes were available, the birthday cakes that we know today didn't come into existence until the 1600s when high-priced ingredients such as icing and layers of the cake were included along with flowers and other decorations thrown onto the cake. So these new contemporary birthday cakes with the icing and all, they were available but they were really pricey extremely expensive due to the ingredients and these birthday cakes were usually enjoyed by the rich and the powerful. It was until the first industrial revolution starting in the mid 1700s all the way up until 1840 where these once really expensive ingredients to make the cake were now more available due to being manufactured by machines rather than hand. So now, by the late 1800s, due to a large stock of ingredients to make the cakes, bakeries were starting to make pre-made birthday cakes available as well, instead of just custom orders. So let's make one thing clear right now. The birthday cakes that we know today that we have, they came from Germany, and by 1870, they were now commonplace and highly popular. So now we have the cake. It's all dolled up with icing. We got your name spelled onto it. Happy birthday. Sprinkles. We got decorations. It's time to look at the candles that come along with the cake. So the usual thing these days is to put the number of candles on top of the birthday cake, coinciding with the birthday boy or girl's age. And then we're told to make a wish, but you can't say it out loud because, you know, that will ruin the wish. So just keep it to yourself. And then you blow out the candles in one breath to make sure the wish comes true. Now, researchers at Clemson University reported that some people leave a large number of bacteria on the cake when blowing out candles. But I think that these same people are the ones who can't control their mouth properly. So I think, uh, you know, the birthday person who isn't completely slobbering on the cake, it's safe to eat. Just don't go whenever you blow out your candles on your birthday cake. And I think you'd be fine. The earliest origin story of lighting candles is from the ancient Greeks. When they put candles on a cake to honor the birth of the goddess Artemis, on the sixth day of every lunar month. And then we have the pagan origin story of why we have candles on our cake, as the candles hold symbolic power as they're used when creating altars. So these are used on the birthday cakes to keep away evil spirits that are prone to visit people when they have a birthday, to shine a light into the darkness. And then we get to Germany in the 1700s where candles were put on a cake during birthday parties for children for what they called Kinderfest, 
where kids would celebrate in an auditorium as parents looked on, as it was believed that while kids were having their fun during Kinderfest, parents would protect the outside spirits from getting in and trying to steal the children's souls. As the kids would eat, laugh, play games, and so on, their form of honoring the birthday boy or girl was merely wishing them good luck and good fortune. No gifts were expected or usually given, but if a thoughtful partygoer did bring a gift, it was a sign of good luck. And later on in future Kinderfests, flowers were a very popular birthday gift. And now looking into a little bit of the history of blowing out the candles, early traditions believe that the rising smoke after you blow out your candles takes your wishes up to God to be granted. And the idea of putting the number of candles representing every year of life of the birthday boy or girl comes from the Swiss where they are required to be blown out individually instead of all at once. So now we have the cake, we have the candles. Now comes the famous song that we all know and it's usually sung before the candles are blown out and the cake is being presented to the birthday boy or girl. Many people who celebrate their birthday tend to feel uncomfortable or embarrassed when being sung to, especially when it's done at a restaurant by waiters and everybody's just kind of looking at you. You know, but some people appreciate it. I do. But a birthday cake and party really isn't complete without the birthday song being sung. So we kind of all know what the birthday song is. It's one of the top three most popular songs in the United States, at least. So the question needs to be asked, where did this birthday song originate from? Where did it come from? Well, we have to go back almost 130 years, a little shy of that. But in 1893, two school teachers in Kentucky, Patty and Mildred Hill, wrote a song called Good Morning to All to be published in a book called Song Stories for the Kindergarten. It was intended for other school teachers to play for their students at the beginning of the school day. So the song originally went, Good morning to you, good morning to you, good morning dear children, good morning to all. And then in 1912, there was a remix, I guess, if you want to call it that, where the melody was uh, put over with these new lyrics that we know today as the birthday song. So the song is sung as, Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear birthday person's name, happy birthday to you. So as the song Good Morning to All made little to no money after being published with the help of a man named Clayton Summy, the version of the song with the birthday altered lyrics was getting highly popular, and the younger sister of the Hill Sisters noticed this, and noticed also that they weren't getting royalties from the song being used. This sister saw it and was like, hey... Yeah, my sisters wrote that song. I mean, they didn't put the happy birthday thing to it, but yeah, they still wrote the melody. So 1933, a lawsuit was filed 
And the company who published Good Morning to All, the Clayton Summy Company, wound up getting all the copyrights to Good Morning to All and Happy Birthday to You, as the Hill Sisters received one-third of the song's royalties. So there is a lot of, like, questions surrounding the birthday song, its copyrights and all that. The birthday song's copyright was getting tossed around like a dirty old penny when Summy passed away. His company and all of his copyrights were bought up by what would be the company Birch Tree, which was then sold to Warner for $25 million. Then Time bought Warner in 1990. Then Time Warner was bought by America Online in 2000. And then in 2010 was sold to investors who formed Warner Music Group. So movies and radio ads and so on and so forth, anything in the media, if they wanted to use the birthday song, they would have to license it from Warner. And Warner would charge from $1,500 to $50,000 to grant the license for people to use the birthday song. And it was said that Warner was making roughly $2 million a year from just royalties of the birthday song. And it was thought that Warner had the royalties to the birthday song up until 2030. But that all changed September 22nd, 2015, when a federal judge in California stated that the Hill Sisters gave Sumiko the rights to the melody and the rights to the piano arrangements based on the melody, but never any rights to the lyrics. So Warner's rights to the birthday song was stripped, and now the birthday song is recognized as public domain and is free to use. So there you go. That's a little history behind the birthday song. It's, it's uh, been kind of dragged through the mud a bit due to copyright stuff. So after the song is sung, the birthday boy or girl makes a wish, blows out the candles, enjoys the cake, and opens the presents gifted from the partygoers. The usual birthday party is decorated with balloons, streamers, banners, spelling out happy birthday. The cake will have decorations based on who is celebrating their birthday, what they like, along with their name, and sometimes a phrase or something written into the cake. And some parties will have entertainment such as live bands, magicians, clowns, DJs, games, and dancing, just to name a few of the many activities you could have during a birthday party. Birthday party goers will also be given party favors as little gifts to help elevate the celebration of the birthday. Party favors can be anything from party horns, noisemakers, glow sticks, party hats, balloons. You know, just to have fun, make a lot of noise, and keep those evil spirits away. So as we tie this all together, wrap it all up in a neat little bow, the birthday and the birthday party is the one day out of the year that isn't tied to any obligation. It's a day where you can truly choose however you really do want to celebrate it. And restaurants will help you celebrate it too. And it's usually when someone else you know, tries to tell the waitress in secret that it's your birthday. You know, you go to a restaurant and it's your birthday and you know, just keep an eye on the people that you're at the restaurant with. One of them's going to try to slip up and go to a waitress or the waiter and be like, hey, hey, yeah, it's that guy's birthday or that girl's birthday. Yeah, could you uh, come on by and 
bring a free ice cream or whatever they give away for free to the birthday person. So, yeah, that's that's uh that's just a tradition. That's just something that happens, you know? So, I believe that birthdays are awesome and as long as calendars and time exists, <laughs> birthdays will always be a fun celebration of life. Coming up in a few, we're going to have fun facts about birthdays and birthday parties. But first, let's get into some party favors with this birthday episode as we look into the Little Debbie birthday box in activity time. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this edition of Activity Time, and it's a special birthday edition. And I am here at the local uh, restaurant here. I invited all of my friends and family to come, and uh, nobody showed up yet, but that's fine because, you know, it, it's just still early. What I have in front of me is this big red box. It says Little Debbie on it with some balloons and uh, stuff uh, designs on it, confetti designs. What Little Debbie calls this is the Little Debbie Birthday Box. And you could order this online from their website. And on their website, it's, it's worded a little different. It's the Little Debbie 2020 Birthday Box. So maybe every year they switch things up in these boxes. I don't know. This is the first time I've seen it. You know, uh, around Christmas time, they had the Holiday Box, which we have tried. Um, but this is the birthday box now, so we're going to see what is in this box. Um, just like the holiday box, it's still the same price with free shipping. It's $24.99, free shipping. And what's inside this box that they have described on the website is two boxes of Little Debbie birthday cakes. And these birthday cakes, don't think they're not like the big whatever, they're like little bar snack birthday cakes. They're just birthday cake flavored snack bars and they come like in twin packaging. So <coughs> we got two boxes of Little Debbie birthday cakes, one box of zebra cakes, one box of cosmic brownies, and uh, one box of cupcakes. We have also confetti, party hats, tattoos for all you really cool rockers out there and also an oh so curious mystery product uh i don't i don't know we're gonna find out we're gonna unbox this thing and see what this mystery product is that's what i am i'm on the edge of my seat right now wanting to know what that is but we gotta go through a few more things here about this box the site says on the little debbie website it says do you have a loved one with a birthday coming up? Send a party right to their doorstep. The Little Debbie birthday box will bring smiles to those celebrating the little milestones as well as the big ones. It's packed with some of our favorite cakes and treats as well as a variety of celebration supplies to help you throw a party to remember. So that is what this Little Debbie birthday box is all about. And now, let's get to unboxing. 
As we open it up, there's some yellow tissue paper right on top here. And we got a Ziploc baggie full of all kinds of stuff here. We've got a little card. Let's open this up here. So first up, we got a card. Happy birthday to you from Lil Debbie. As the Little Debbie brand turns 60 this year, we want to celebrate your birthday too. No matter what age you're marking, we wish you the happiest of birthdays and hope that this new year is even sweeter than the last. We also got a bunch of happy birthday cardboard favors like glasses you could put on. Tattoos for the artist in your life. We also got a... Big confetti popper. It looks like a push pop, and it's filled with confetti. So those are the favors. There's one box of birthday cakes. Another box of birthday cakes. There's the cosmic brownies. Cosmic brownies, if you don't know what they are, they're like, uh, they're brownies, obviously, but what makes them cosmic is that they have all these different uh, colors, candy dipped of chocolate chips, so they're all like different rainbow colors, so they look very psychedelic, bro. Uh, zebra cakes, the old classic, the old standard. And here's the chocolate cupcakes, which I'm not really that big of a fan of. I mean, I will eat them. Don't get me wrong. I'll eat anything. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those. Everything else is really good. And this. Okay, so the mystery product was the chocolate chip cream-filled chocolate cakes. Okay. All right, well, that wasn't that big of a mystery i mean i've seen these before but that was kind of a bummer of a mystery but oh well cool right on i guess they got to fill the box up somehow and so there you guys have it it's the little debbie birthday box uh the little debbie 2020 birthday box so you get a lot of bang for your buck i would say with uh, all the snacks that you got this will probably last me Let's be honest, probably about a week. But the one thing they promised that uh, I, I didn't see in here were the party hats. But I guess these uh, cardboard glasses, I guess, substitute for the party hats. Which I would have rather had a party hat. Let's see how this works. Can we try to do this confetti thing? There you guys go. I feel like a dork wearing these glasses. Put my cool glasses on again. Yay. All right. Thanks, guys, for watching and listening to Activity Time. We out of here. All right, guys, you ready for some fun facts? I love me some fun facts. So let's get into this. We're going to get on a plane and go on a world tour, and we're going to see how different countries have customs during birthdays. Some pretty weird and wacky ones, too. So in Canada, it's common for the birthday boy or girl to have their nose greased, usually with butter, and it's believed to ward off evil spirits, and the older you turn, the more butter you get. In Mexico, kids celebrate birthdays by beating up a piñata, Usually, each partygoer gets a crack at the piñata by being blindfolded, then spun around and nudged towards the direction of the piñata to bring more suspense to the game as the blindfolded tries to swing at the piñata, trying to break it. Piñatas are typically made of paper mache and shaped like animals in bright colors, 
and they're filled with candy or toys for the kids to snag once it's cracked open. In Switzerland, this is a crazy one, some Swiss parents hire an evil clown to follow their child around all day long. The clown will torment the child until finally smashing a pie in their face. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's a good idea for me when I have kids. Uh, in Egypt, birthday parties are about singing and lots of dancing with a room that's filled with flowers. Very magical. In Germany, if you're a man over 30 and still single on your birthday, you are made to sweep the front steps of City Hall while your friends throw trash at you. Uh, the most common birth date in the United States is October 5th, while the least common is May 22nd. The very first birthday invitation was sent in 100 AD by Claudia Severa. They are known as the Vindolanda Tablets. 58% of cards purchased in the U.S. are birthday cards. The most expensive birth certificate in the world was Paul McCartney's, as it was auctioned off in 1997 for $84,146. In China, you are never to give someone a watch or a clock on their birthday, as it's considered bad luck. And it's thought that the Egyptian city of Alexandria was erected in a specific spot that aligned with the rising sun on Alexander the Great's birthday for whom the city was named. The most expensive birthday party cost $27 million and it was for the Sultan of Brunei in 1996 for his 50th birthday and $16 million of the $27 million went to Michael Jackson performing at his birthday party. In Canada and the United States, families often mark a girl's 16th birthday with a Sweet 16 celebration. In the Philippines, a coming-of-age party called a debut is held for girls on their 18th birthday and for boys on their 21st birthday. In some Asian countries that follow the Zodiac calendar, there's a tradition of celebrating the 60th birthday. In Japan, there's a coming-of-age day celebrated for anybody turning 20 years old. Now, October 5th may be the most common birthday date now, but September 16th is the single most common birthday for Americans between the ages of 14 and 40. It's less common to have a birthday on the 13th of any month. And Americans born on the months of September and July share their date of birth with a great number of other Americans. After celebrating your birthday, you have to wait 31,536,000 seconds as to that's how many seconds there are in a year. Almost 2 billion birthday cards are sent every year in the U.S. When your age and your date of birth are the same, the day is special and is known as the golden birthday. So if you were born on the 4th of the month, your golden birthday would be when you turned 4 years old. Cards that play a song when you open them up have more computing power than what was used to send a man to the moon. Shirley Temple received 135,000 presents for her 8th birthday. In one year, your heart will beat about 42,075,900 times. You're going to take around 10,512,000 breaths. And also in a year, 76,570,430 people will be born. There's a mathematic equation that's been proven called the birthday paradox, 
where in a room of just 23 people, there's a 50-50 chance of at least two people having the same birthday. Now, in a room of 75 people, there's a 99.9% chance of at least two people matching the same birthday. Okay, everybody, that's your fun facts for birthdays and birthday parties. Coming up, I have a little list of places that you can celebrate your birthday if you have no idea where you'd like to celebrate your birthday. Also, we're going to be opening up some presents as well. But first, I'm feeling a little hungry. I think both of us could use a piece of cake. So let's get into a cheat day review. Hi everybody and welcome to this birthday edition of Cheat Day Review. I got everything set up for a birthday party. I got the party hats, we've got the confetti, and we are about to prepare the dessert. I think I put out all the invitations. I thought I did. Uh, you know, I did the MySpace thing. I did the Facebook thing. I did the social media, whatever thing, whatever's cool. I put out all the invitations and the party was supposed to start three hours ago and nobody's shown up. But you know how it is. It's like traffic and, you know, sometimes it's like takes a while to put on your makeup, whatever you have to do. Maybe people are like really trying to be pretty. <laughs> really trying to, I mean, they're really trying hard to make an impression on me, but um, cheat day reviews can't wait. I'm getting a little hungry here, and I only rented this place for a little bit. So uh, we're going to move right on ahead, guests or not, and uh, we're going to show you my favorite cake. It is the Pepperidge Farm Classic Coconut Layer Cake, and this serves eight people. You could get it at the grocery store for $4.49. Yeah, it, it's good um, for a snack just all on your own for one night when uh, everybody forgets about you. And uh, you, you question everything, you know, why... Uh, never mind. So yeah, this is... It, it feeds eight people, but you could you could eat it all if you want. And seeing how they describe this cake, they describe it as three layers of moist cake with creamy icing, and it's like a slice of heaven. Knowing it's as close to your freezer, well, that's even better. A deeper description of this is, our coconut layer cake is yummy and moist, topped with delicious frosting and coconut shavings. Celebrate every day. Game night, family dinner, happy Wednesday. The directions for this is uh, you remove the cake from the package, thaw in the refrigerator for three hours or at room temperature for one to two hours. Yeah, so that's just how you prepare the cake. I've had the cake out for a little bit, so it should be thawed. And here we have it. It's just a square cake. You know, you can hold it with one hand and it's, it's pretty heavy and one slice, if you cut this in eighth, one slice is... 250 calories you know I, I've, I've tried this cake before and it's one of my favorites but I've never really took it to a critical take I always just kind of scarfed it down so we're gonna try this cake full-on cleansed palate and I'm gonna let you know how this tastes from a very critical eye a cheat day review eye first I'm gonna put on a party hat because we got to get festive here for the old birthday Got a little decorations of some little 
plastic fake balloons in there and got a candle. So let's light the candle here. I'll make a wish. Happy birthday to... Okay. I wish... Okay, so... Made the wish. We did the whole ceremony. Let's cut the cake how they want it. So we'll cut it diagonally. Ooh, it's going through. It's very moist. Very, very moist. And this is just a good cake. You don't have to wait for your birthday to have it. You know, you could just have it on an everyday occasion. Like they say, celebrate every day. It's like every day is a celebration. Yeah, just live, laugh, love, right? I'll just get one slice. This is 250 cal. That looks really, really tasty. You can see all the layers in there. It's all just a vanilla layer. Or maybe that's just a coconut. I don't know what the icing is, but... Yeah, it's got a white cake on the inside, and um, I kind of messed that up. Let's go over here with frosting and the coconut shavings and everything on it. Let's go. Mmm. The frosting just melts in your mouth. It's not a hard frosting. It stays together very well, even after it's been thawed. But as soon as it hits your mouth, it just melts away, and it's that's just amazing. Now, the cake... It tastes great, packed with um, flavor, but it's just the texture that I feel it's a bit flaky, as if, like, it is a frozen store-bought cake. But all that being said, it's still packed with flavor, so the flavor wins me over, uh, even though the texture may be, you know, fresh from a bakery, but it is still very, very good. The coconut flakes are very crisp, fresh. That's always a plus. And it tastes like the frosting is just packed with sugar. Like, even though frosting is like pure sugar, it just feels like there's an extra sugary kick to it. I'm just going to eat this whole bite right here. Mm. You know, I could go on and eat more pieces than just that one, but let's just stop right there. Having eaten this cake before, I've always been blown away. Like, I know what I'm getting every single time I bought this cake. So knowing that I've eaten this cake, I know what I'm getting, and there's never been, like, a bad coconut cake from Pepperidge Farm. Now, thinking about the texture of the cake inside, it just takes it down a notch from being exactly perfect because everything else with this cake is perfect. It hits you where you want to be hit with a dessert, a sweet, and especially if you love coconut, this is uh, the way to go. So what I'm going to have to give the Pepperidge Farm coconut layer cake is a 9 out of 10. I would love to give this a 10 out of 10, but it's just the fact that it's a frozen cake that's store-bought the price is great, $4.49 for this. This is, even though the cake has a bad texture, the cake itself has a great taste. That is it. 9 out of 10 for the Pepperidge Farm Coconut Layer Cake. Thank you guys for watching and listening to this birthday edition of Cheat Day Review. I'm just going to grab two pieces of cake here and eat it with my hands. Mmm. It's my birthday, I can do what I want. My birthday. Alright guys, always remember, it's okay to cheat. Every once in a while.
Let's take a look at some suggestions where you could celebrate your birthday. If you kind of just have no idea and you're kind of drawing a blank, here's a guide. It'll help you out a little bit, uh, you know, just for whatever occasion, whatever kind of person is the special birthday boy or girl, you could help them out. So one of my suggestions is going to a bowling alley to celebrate your birthday. I've done that as a kid, and I had a blast. So most bowling alleys have some kind of birthday package. So if you like bowling and you think that's a good time, definitely check it out. Also on the cheap, you could just go to a park, go to one of the pavilions there, and just you know tie up some balloons there and have people show up. And typically around a park, there's a playground. So if you have kids or whatever, it's a great place. Like I myself as a kid... When I was five years old, I had a birthday party at a park and had a clown, and it was awesome. You could go to the zoo. That's always a good thing, especially in my neck of the woods. The zoo here is free to go into, so celebrate your birthday with some animals. Yeah, huh? And for kids and some adults like me, myself, trampoline parks are awesome. I love trampoline parks. If you're older, I do suggest if you're an adult and you haven't been really been active, you've just been living the usual life, going to a trampoline park is going to wear you out. So I would say start doing some pre-workouts before you get in there because uh, the next day after I went to a trampoline park for the first time, my whole body was sore, but it was so fun. Now, this next type of place I'm going to suggest is kind of like a dinosaur. It's dying now, but I still love it, and I wish there was more places around, and they all hadn't gone out of business. But it was the combination of the pizza place and the arcades. There was always, like, these, like, mom-and-pop pizza places, and right next door or in the same building... Just a room over was this big area where you had arcades and you know get tickets and you get prizes, kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese is a place a lot of kids can have their birthday party. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. That's a place you could have your birthday party. I'm not suggesting it, but that's a place. All right. Movie theaters, you can go there, just get a big old bag of popcorn, get some tickets. And some movie theaters actually have a party room that you could go and, uh, you know, celebrate with cake and all that. So movie theaters is a good place. Now, this is more for people that I wish I could be to where you could go on vacation on your birthday, spend a whole week going out, just getting away from everything. I would love to do that. One day, one day I will be there. But yes, that's another thing you could do. If you are inclined to do so, you could leave town and enjoy and celebrate your birthday elsewhere. Now, a more modern and trendy thing to do that I've seen with friends and family is to do an escape room. Now, an escape room is like you get locked in a room and you need to find clues and find your way out. And it involves teamwork and all that. I haven't done it. I've seen plenty of people posting photos on Facebook we we survived the escape room. Ah, funny photo. I've seen that. I, I would like to try someday. I need to gather up a few people to do so, though. But that is an idea you could do for your birthday. Also, the good old classic pool party, especially if your birthday is in the summer. I wouldn't suggest it if it's in the middle of December, 
But a pool party's great. Get some tunes going. Have a barbecue on the side. Just grilling a little bit. Jump in the pool on a hot summer day if your birthday's during the summer. That's a good time. Pool parties are always cool. And if you don't live in the armpit of the country in the middle of nowhere and you live towards an ocean, going to the beach is a great place to go and celebrate your birthday. I would love to do that. And my last suggestion is the good old-fashioned celebrating your birthday at the house, at the crib. You know, just being around the house, maybe going in the backyard, having some games in the backyard, but just having it at your home base, it's the most inexpensive and probably the most comfortable way to celebrate your birthday. So don't overlook spending your birthday just at the house, but make sure you just celebrate your birthday somehow. I mean, that's kind of like what I'm doing now. I'm making a podcast, so that's, that's what I'm doing for my birthday. And if you're looking to get a few free meals, or a lot of free meals, and a whole lot more on your birthday, no questions asked, we will be going over that in the 10 list. But before we get into that, let's take a look. Party favors. Check. Birthday cake. Check. Now it's time to open up the presents. And we are opening up presents with this episode's Toy Box. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to this happy birthday edition of Toy Box. Now, these packages here, they're just in mailing boxes, envelopes here and there. They're full of things that I have bought in over the past six months to a year. So what we're going to do is go through all these packages and just look at the things that I've uh, picked up along the way. Collectibles more than anything. Things that I find are neat. And uh, good thing about this is it does feel like a birthday because half of these boxes or even more, I have no idea what are what's even in these boxes because my memory is so shot I don't even know what I bought. So this is going to be fun for me. I hope it's fun for you guys. So uh, without further ado, let's get into uh, checking out what's in these packages. So getting it out of here. Thank you. That's what this person writ on here. What is this? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this is Taco Bubblegum. And this was made by Amural. Bubblegum Novelty Bubblegum Company. You know, after I did the Amural uh, episode, I came across this while I was like doing research and I was like, you know what? That'd be kind of just cool to have. I'd never chew this or whatever because I mean, this is from God knows when. I think either the 70s or the 80s for sure. Yeah. And there's three chewy tacos. I couldn't find it on eBay. I had to find it on uh, another website. You know, I am curious looking at this, someone decided that they might as well just ship this in a crunch box, a Captain Crunch box. You couldn't afford, I paid for shipping and handling for this, and this is the best you could do? You ship it in a Crunch Berries box? Are you kidding me? What is, I have no idea what's even in here. Oh, okay, okay. So this is Nickelodeon Gak. Happy birthday, DJ! 
This is something I would have wanted when I was like six or seven years old for my birthday. And uh, this is still something that I would want to this day. Can we say a little arrested development? Yeah, I guess so. There we go, Nickelodeon Gak. I think this is like the very first edition of when Gak first came out. What is in here? What's this? Elvis Presley card. Elvis facts number 28. He often recalled his first pay went for a down payment on a shirt, which he paid off at a rate of 50 cents per week. What? Okay. Okay, so this is a... Cooking Mama, Cook Star, it's a video game for the Nintendo Switch. And the funny thing about this game, it was pulled from store shelves after about a week because it was overheating a lot of Nintendo Switches. Something between the publisher and the developer, uh, I, I think the publisher, the people who own the rights to Cooking Mama, um, they, I don't think they wanted this game to come out and the developers just kind of pushed it and the, the developers went back and said, oh, well... Uh, you said it was okay. You gave us the green light, but I, I don't know what the whole deal is. But anyways, there was a big controversy about it. You could Google about it. And some people were saying uh, this these were these games were data mining for Bitcoin or something, but that was false. It was just so uh, undeveloped and wasn't ready to be released that there was a lot of uh, things inside the game that made the Nintendo Switch run really bad to where it overheated. So you can't find these on store shelves anymore. And uh, I think that's probably why I got it. Just because. I don't think I'll ever play it because I don't want my Switch to overheat. We'll see. Yeah, this is straight from Japan. Whatever it is, it's wrapped in Japanese advertisements for food. And uh, I kind of bought this whenever I was doing the Animal Crossing episode. And I was uh, looking into the game. And I was like, you know what? I kind of always wanted the original Nintendo 64 version of Animal Crossing, so very different than how it looks in America. Moving on, ooh, this one sounds like it has liquid in it. Okay, I see OK, so I have an idea of what this is. This is OK Soda, and OK Soda was an experimental kind of thing Coca-Cola did, and it was test marketed only in um, certain cities in 1994, and it never really got big. But yeah, here we are. So this is a can of OK Soda that I bought. I didn't pay too much. People said OK Soda tasted really like garbage, but it was an experimental thing. It was it was trying to be trendy and hip for the Gen Xers. So that's what OK Soda was all about. It was trying to be like, yeah, we're not trying to be so cool and say our soda's really good. We're just going to be modest and say, it's okay. Not a great way to market your soda, but... Whatever. There you go. Yeah, that's okay, soda. Ah, some more Nickelodeon slime stuff. We've got... Okay, so this is the... Besides just the Gak you could buy, there is also play sets that you could put Gak into. And this is the Gak Blabber Pump. It just has a tube that goes up, and you load up the Gak in the bottom, and you press this big uh, air little thing, and uh, blurps out the Gak. And this comes with a little... Uh, Thing of Gak inside and all that, so... It's a Gak Blabber Pump! Straight from the 90s. Legit, yo. Up next, this is the thing that's been sitting here for over a year. You could kind of tell what it is if you're watching the video here. 
it kind of says very vaguely, super sure. You could kind of make it out if you're a Ninja Turtles fan. We have the Super Shredder. As seen in the Turtle 2 movie, The Secret of the Ooze. And he's purple, got all kinds of uh, armor on him that's all spiky. Thing ain't punched either where they put him on the racks. So that ups the value, dude, for like 10 extra dollars, man. Talk to collectors. That's, that's what they're all about. Them unpunched uh, pinholes at the top. I have no idea what's in here, so this will be a surprise for me, too. Thanks for your purchase. Hope you enjoy. Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. Oh, this is, uh, yeah, okay. So this is a GAC splat, another GAC. And this is, uh, I guess, a maroon color, a little red color, I guess. It's the same thing as the one we opened earlier. Cool. Right on. And if this, oh, yes, 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 okay. Now, these are in pretty bad condition, but I've never seen these on eBay until I found these and I bought them up as quick as I could. Um, this is Nickelodeon Solar Gak, and I think there was three different, yeah, there's three different colors you could get, and I've got all three here. What you would do would take this Gak, put it outside, and in the sun, it would change into a different color. Um, one is green, one is like a purple, and then the other is like a blue. So, that's Nickelodeon Solar Gak. Here's another Gak splat. This is the, uh, orange. And this one hasn't dried up and shriveled up too much. Still pretty full, but there you go. There's another Gak for you. I don't know, for a while there I was on a Gak attack. Get it? <laughs> okay, next one. Got this open already because it was kind of a pain. And this is a one-of-a-kind piece, pretty much. I've never seen another one like it. But this is a store promotional thing for when Pepsi Blue came out. So there we go. We got a nice, crisp, <laughs> almost 20-year-old bottle of Pepsi Blue. Very nice. For some reason, I just have a fascination for sodas that tasted like garbage and were around for just a little bit. I got a fascination for it. I don't know why. Okay, second to last box. I have no idea what this is. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So here we have Gak in the Dark, and it was a glow-in-the-dark Gak, obviously, here. I had this as a kid. I always thought it was pretty cool. Speckled Smud. This is in bad, bad shape. Yeah, Smud was another uh, Nickelodeon... Uh, slime toy that they had back in the day. Floam! Yeah, Floam, okay. So, Floam was another slime toy. It was the toy right after Gak, and it had, like, little pieces of styrofoam, little, uh, circles, little spheres of styrofoam mixed with the slime, so you could, uh, kind of, it was kind of like you could mold it like Play-Doh, but you could bounce it and stuff like that. I had Floam, too, as a kid. It's pretty cool. My birthday is almost over, guys. This is the last present here. So let's go out with a bang. With how heavy this is, I think I have a good idea what it is. And you guys are in for a treat. That's for sure. You know how I said I liked weird drinks that are always discontinued that no one ever liked? Yeah, well, we're following the trend with this one. With a little thing that came out in the 90s called Orbits. Orbits came in this uh, bottle that's kind of like a shaped like a um, lava lamp. And inside were these little beads of circle little gelatin beads. This is like probably 1997. 
a little bit before then. And they're still in there. They're still floating around to this day. I like them just because I, I remember tasting them as a kid, drinking one. But I just, I always thought this drink looked really cool. I'm not trying to sound uh, weird or anything, but I just like the aesthetic. And uh, yeah, that's that. And this was the birthday edition of Toy Box. The 10 list. Welcome everybody to the 10 list. Now, if you have no one to celebrate your birthday with, or you're just really that hungry where you could scarf down like 10 meals or 10 snacks, well, I've got the birthday treat for you. The big restaurant chains, they have your back as here is the 10 list for the best places to get free food on your birthday. Number 10, Firehouse Subs. When you sign up on their email club, you'll get a free medium sub for your special day. Number nine, at Subway, when you sign up for their Subway's Eat Fresh Club, you'll get a free six inch sub and drink for your birthday. Number eight, at Hooters, get 10 free wings on your birthday when you sign up for the Hooters E-Club. Number seven, at Buffalo Wild Wings, sign up for the Buffalo Circle and get a free snack size wings, boneless or traditional, for your birthday. Number six, at IHOP, sign up for IHOP's Rewards Program and get a free stack of pancakes on your birthday, anniversary, and right when you sign up. Number five, Red Robin, with their royalty rewards, you'll get a free burger during your birthday month. Number four, Ruby Tuesday. When signing up to their rewards program, you'll get a free burger for your birthday as well. Number three, Steak and Shake. By signing up on their email club, you'll get a complimentary double steak burger and cheese fries. Number two, Starbucks Coffee. Starbucks rewards members get a free beverage or food item for their birthday. And at number one, we've got Denny's. At Denny's, if you show your ID to prove it's your birthday, you get a free Grand Slam. No sign-up needed or required. And that is the 10 list of the best places to get free food on your birthday. If you want more of the 10 list, just keep it locked right here on IIWR.
As this episode of Industrial Industries World Radio does come to a close, I hope you know now that if you do not celebrate your birthday with noise and music and fun, the evil demons and spirits are going to get you. That's what I always tell everybody every single episode, if it is their birthday, to make sure to enjoy it and celebrate it in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah, very, very good advice. And as it is my birthday month, I am going to celebrate it and enjoy it. And I don't know, I may go to a bowling alley. I may just have a little something here. I may grill some steaks. Ah, that sounds amazing right about now. I will do something though and have a great time. I hope you guys learned a bit more about birthdays and why we celebrate them and all that. And it seems like almost every holiday goes way back and uh, there's always something with it. So it's always good to learn about these things. Also, I want to thank everybody that's been liking the Facebook page, checking things out. It's like doubled in likes in just the past week. I really do appreciate that. I appreciate you. I also appreciate the five-star review I got uh, the other day since last uh, episode, last time I talked to you. So thank you for all the ratings, and if you've rated in the past, thank you for that. I appreciate y'all checking the show out. It's my little baby. It's my little show. I, you know, I, I take time with this thing. I love doing it. It's fun. It keeps me busy. So it's good to know that people out there like it. If you guys want to get a hold of me, you could always check out the Facebook page, and I do have an Instagram. You could check that out too as well. I also got an email at industrialindustriesworldradio at gmail.com. If you're not on the social media stuff, you could email me there. Questions, comments, concerns, complaints. People I want to thank for this episode is Kimmy Pops for voiceover work, Giuliano for graphic design, and I also want to thank you for listening. This was episode 29 of Industrial Industries World Radio. I will see you next week for another fun-filled adventure here at Industrial Industries World Radio. I am your host, DJ Glowing Ice, saying have a great rest of your week, and may the 4th be with you. next time on Industrial Industries World Radio.